SHSS podcast. Let's talk learning. We'd like to welcome you back to Sacred Heart, Laura. Thank you. Would you like to tell us a bit about yourself first? So my name is Laura Clancy. I'm just from just outside Clonakilty and I graduated from Sacred Heart Secular School in 2016. I did my leaving cert. At the moment, I'm working in Fernhouse Hotel and Gardens just outside Clonakilty and I'm living at home with the rest of my family. Tell us a bit about your certified Angus Beef competition and if it impacted your future decisions. So when I was in transition year, um, myself and three other girls entered the Certified Irish Angus Beef Schools competition with, along with Miss Hennessy, the teacher. At the time, it was all new to us. Like the competition was its first year it ran. So it was a huge new experience for the school and also for the competition itself. So we said we'd enter it anyway and take a chance. And luckily we got through to each stage. It definitely impacted what I did with my future self because I actually gave up business studies when I was in first year in school because I just didn't get the feel for it in first year. It just wasn't, it didn't appeal to me that much. But when I entered the competition in transition year, it changed my whole outlook on my subjects and what I wanted to do after school. So I actually didn't do any business subjects throughout my six years after first year. But I went on then and I studied business management in CIT. So the whole competition actually swayed my decision completely for what I wanted to do after school. So getting involved in the competition, I spoke about it plenty of times. The, like when people say an agricultural competition, they might think it's just the complete mucking around outside that that's all the side of it. But it actually was a huge more beneficial areas than that. So it was a lot to do with the business side of things as well as just the physical hands-on work that comes in the agricultural sector. So that's where I flared my, I suppose, interest in the business world and not even particularly for just the agricultural sector, just in general. Things throughout the competition, like we had to do presentations, we had to do up reports, we had to like look at different facts and figures of how we did the competition from day one to when we won it out in total. So like we followed the journey of the cattle. So there was a lot, a big mix of business side of things and also the hands-on work. So it was great for us as well as students, like we did egg science, the four of us, and like even in egg science, it is very much, I suppose, the theory side of things and the hands-on, but the competition was a lot of like businessy elements to it as well. So like we were doing like lots of marketing for the company. So they were essentially using us and our projects to market themselves. So to market the Angus beef across stores across Ireland, getting into the Angus breed, the benefits of eating Angus meat and how different it is for the cattle, how it benefits the cattle and how it benefits ourselves as well. So I suppose it really, really did impact what I did for the rest of my life for, for after school anyway, by entering that competition transition year. Along with the Certified Irish Angus Beef Competition, what other good memories of school days do you have? I suppose in the six years I was involved in sport for all the six years in school. So we had great fun with the hockey team and the football and the camogie. So the sport, I suppose, it was a great out, like we used to do training at break times, training after school with the teachers. And it's another great way of meeting pupils. So like in people that aren't just in your base class and like different year groups as well. So like when I was on the junior team, the senior team, you are interacting with other year groups as well. And it's great for your health, I suppose, and fitness just getting out there, getting involved in different things. So definitely did um, sport, but I think transition year as well, because we did um, YSI and with Mr. Regan that time. And we did, I know when transition you can do mini company or YSI and we chose to do YSI. Just get it in depth in lots of different areas that obviously you wouldn't have time to be doing in other year groups. 
and you just get involved in so many different things. I remember Miss Gilbert that time we got involved in so many different community things and I, I suppose things like that, it, it makes you see perspectives from lots of different areas. So you're not just focused solely on the academic side of things. You get to explore lots. Like, I remember Miss Gilbert taught us how to knit and different things like that. Just like lots of random different things. You just get the opportunities. So I suppose Portia was a year that we were able to explore lots of different avenues and to dip our toes in different areas to see if we had interest in our, to see what paths we wanted to take. What did you do after you finished school or your business studies in CIT? How were they? So when I started the business, I suppose it was probably kind of a slight bit harder for, I found it harder to start because I hadn't done business subjects throughout school. So like lots of the classmates in my year were, had done either economics or accounting or business, something for leaving cert or at some point in school. So I hadn't done anything like that. So I suppose I did find it a bit challenging in first year and I was kind of thinking, oh, like, stick with it will I not like I wasn't sure what way things would go for me but luckily I really got to grasp with it and I suppose again the competition like doing all these presentations and stuff for the competition really 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 benefited me in college because every couple of weeks when you're in college you have to do like stand up in front of your class and you have to do powerpoint presentations we were in groups constantly were put into groups to do like video presentations group work so like there's a lot of that in college so I suppose the competition really helped me how to deal with being in groups, like dealing with allocating what tasks are done within the group, who's speaking, who's going to go down the areas of the different questions in, that are on the brief and stuff. So I suppose it was challenging like for the first year or so, but got into the swing of things then. And again, the competition did genuinely benefit me in the areas of writing reports for college, doing group presentations, standing up in front of the class and giving your thoughts and views and things because we do that a lot as well because I think with the business course you're going to be work like well they assume you're going to be working in different areas like with groups and you're going to be dealing with people like you'll be do a lot of people dealing so that's where they get you to like stand up in front of the class and get you to do all these presentations and group works because you're going to be working as a group really if you are going to go down the business sector the competition really really did benefit in that way I suppose and again I wouldn't be too comfortable before, like when I was in Fortune before that, I would have hated the thought of standing up in front of the class and having to say anything or to go through anything. But doing all these and down through the years, it has helped me being more confident in speaking, I suppose, in front of people or being able to say some few things anyway. Why did you return home to your family farm after your final year of MTU? So when I was in final year in college, Luckily, the pandemic didn't hit until March of that year, so I was able to go through college for most of the bit, most of the time normally. But the pandemic did hit when I was in March, so we had no choice only to all go back home in March that year, and I had to finish out the degree online at home and a laptop like this. It was very strange at the times because we were used to being in person the whole time, and like as I said, all these presentations we were used to doing it in person. Like you could imagine now trying to do group work and like one person above in Kilkenny, one person in Kerry, you're in Cork. Like it's very, it was very difficult to do, but luckily we were able to finish it online and everything went smoothly enough. And then I suppose when I moved, because I was after, I was living in Cork for the four years, well, by the latter end of the fourth year. And I was used to being away from home then. But then when I moved back from Cork in March when the pandemic hit, I suppose the, my two brothers were at home from school everybody was at home we became like one big unit again and I suppose living on a farm March was peak calving season like there was so much to do around so it all just 
naturally, I suppose, fell into a place that we were all heavily involved. We were all up and around and doing things. And I suppose we all bonded again, if for a better word, like before I moved out, I suppose I was nearly gone away from the whole pack, but we all bonded back again. And two years later, and I'm still here, and I don't know, will I be moving too soon yet? Because the home comforts, we're after getting used to it now, and we're all one unit again at the moment and that's the way it'll stay for a while I'd say. How did you become involved with Tesco? So again the Tesco ad so it was actually this week last year we filmed the Tesco ad here in our farm so again it was the competition that got me involved with the Tesco so I finished the Angus competition when I was in it was March leaving sir so it actually ran for nearly two years so in March leaving cert, the competition ended and I genuinely thought myself that that would be it. Like I wouldn't have anything to do with the competition or Charles who runs it or I thought that would be it. Like that should be with one now, they're going to move on to the next group and that's it. But luckily, Charles asked me to do a lot of different things for him after even when the competition ended. So when I went into college, I thought that's it, Angus is over. But Charles asked me would I work with him alongside him in his the Certified Irish Angus business, the beef side of the business, as opposed to schools competition. So I worked with him. I did a few shows for him, like the Ploughing Match, Tullamore Show, and different things like that throughout the summer, and the Taste of Cork and all that. And then for second year, or for first year of summer, so when I was finished first year of college, I, he asked me, I got a job in ABP in Bandon, working in the offices. So again, I got to see the whole beef processing from start to finish from when the animal comes in to when the animal is out in the packet. So I worked there for the full summer and I got to go through different areas. So we got to work in the HR area, the quality assurance area, got to work in the kill floor, the boning hall, got to see all different areas of that for the first year summer, which is really beneficial as well for me in college when I did second year, because you'd be doing different projects and you'd be able to, you have worked that summer hands-on on the, in the business sector. And then I went into college in second year and thought, sure, this could be it. And then second year summer, Charles asked me, would I move up to Navin in County Mead and work alongside him for the summer? So he also has a chicken company, Farmers to Market. So he has two kind of businesses, beef and chicken. So I went up and I moved up to Mead for the summer and I worked alongside Charles. You could probably say as like his personal assistant to PA, but like that really opened up areas for me. I went in, did presentations with Board Bia, opened up different areas. Like he exposed me to so many different things. It was really really insightful really for the whole summer and then third year obviously I was in placement with my own college so I was in striker so it's a different side of business altogether and then final year hit and just at Christmas around final year Charles rang me one day and he said because I was after doing the video with Borbia about Angus farming and Tesco was after seeing the video and they wanted me to do they wanted us to do a television ad for them at the start, I was like, oh, God. And I was like, I thought it was just me. And then he rang, he said, no, it's the whole five of you. And I was like, how are the family going to take this? So I said, I'd have to ask and come back. And everyone was on board. So again, it was the competition that I did in transition year is what brought me to Tesco when I'm 23 years of age. So like what you can do in transition year and what you can do in secondary school can really, really shape and determine what you do after school. Like just when you think you leave. Like when I thought I left Sacred Heart, I thought that'd be it. Anything that I did wouldn't really be lingering on for this many years afterwards, but you'd be really surprised. Like I did not expect this whatsoever after after nearly seven years after I started the competition and opportunities were still arising for me. So I 
did they add this time last year? And Tesco, different things. There was the billboards were up and there was signage in Tesco's. Like it just kind of blew up from there and none of us expected it whatsoever. Like Charles, he just put us forward. They wanted us it to be done and it just kind of blew up and went from there. How important do you think farming is for Ireland going forward? I think for Ireland, for rural Ireland, anyway, definitely it's ex- essential for rural Ireland going forward. I think personally myself, like aside even from beef farming, like farming, there's like sheep farming, piggery, poultry, dairy farming, beef farming. There's so many different aspects and avenues that you can go down. But I think for ourselves and for us Irish people, like we do like to eat, we like to enjoy ourselves. So I think it's great that we have such a strong farming background in our country so like we have our own meat dairy eggs like all our products in the supermarkets are predominantly nearly Irish like buying Irish so I think it's great that we don't have to like import meat import any dairy import any any of the foods we're eating like a lot of it can be done and bought Irish and I think that's very good for the Irish economy and for the consumer ourselves knowing what we're eating and knowing like it's the best of foods that we are getting and especially for like rural Ireland like lots of like we have our own milk now here and say dairy like and our own eggs from the hens and you can be very self-sufficient if you're living in de- rural Ireland like in a farming background like you can grow your own potatoes meat vegetables you can have an animal you could get it the butcher to slice them up for yourself we'll say and like you can be very self-sufficient in rural Ireland and I think it's very important and people are becoming so much more health conscious now and especially at this time of year people are really conscious of what they're eating so like people are really buying Irish making sure it's local produce like if you go down to Dunn Super Value you can buy make sure Shanville Foods and you could see the, the um, address of the farmer who produced the poultry and the different products and I think people are really conscious of what they're eating now and they want to support local and support Irish so if there was no farmer in Ireland they'd be they'd be none of that they'd be no homegrown produce or anything like that which I think is very important at, the, at this day and age. As a woman in a male-dominated agricultural industry, have you fa- faced any negativity? So no, which is a good thing, I suppose. But I think we're in 2022 now. Like I think we're kind of half steering away from that. Like even an operation transformation now, like there's a female farmer on the show. Like I think people are highlighting it more now that like it's not a like it, it definitely is a male-dominated industry, but like. People aren't as like sniggering now being like, oh, she won't be able to do anything like. And especially, I suppose, a lot of our grandparents are like, any individual knows back years ago, like that, like both my grandparents worked on the grandmothers, worked on the family farms. Like my grandmother and mom said she still is working on family farms. So back then, I think it was very common that the women were always out with their bucket out in the yard working the land and stuff but there was a bit of a 180 and it did become male domination there was a bit of sniggering different things but I think it's coming back again now and it's revolutioning again and there's a lot more female farmers around the place and it's a lot more positive even working when I worked in ABP even like in the industry there's a lot more females coming out now and working in that industry which I think is a great thing. What advice would you give to girls who are interested in the agricultural sector as a career? I definitely think go for it because like it as I said it is changing like more women are becoming involved so I think it is very important for women to go down that industry and don't think that it's just a male dominated industry like women are just as educated in the industry as men are like if you even think the plowing match you know like Anna Mae McHugh she's the president of the plowing match like there is women or like Tara McCarthy is the CEO of Borbia so like there's there's women getting in those positions in the agricultural industry so I think 
people should pursue it in any way they can. If you've any interest whatsoever, definitely to pursue it because the women are coming up trumps in all those positions, which is great to see. You read lately that eating a lot of red meat has been linked to cancer. What do you think of that? I like I think everything in moderation, like they you could put that down to anything. Like someone said before, red wine is linked to cancer. Like I think everything in moderation is fine. I wouldn't be nailing anything or hammering anything down saying don't stay away from it because it's going to be bad for you. Everything in moderation is fine. Red meat is also, if you went to any doctor and your iron was low, they'd say pump all the red meat into you. So there's pros and cons. Everyone has different opinions and different things, but I personally wouldn't look into that too much. And I think everything in moderation is just perfectly fine. Do you have any future plans? At the moment, no. I, I'll see it's different now because we're coming out of the pandemic. You couldn't make any plans the last two years because you don't know what way things would go. Future plans, no. I don't really as such, I suppose. I suppose career-wise, like when I did the work for my placement, I know I did business management in college, but personally, I think I'm not a person to be sitting down in an office, staring at a computer. I, I prefer to be like up and about and meeting people. So I could tell you, I definitely won't be sitting in an office working in the future plans. I prefer to be up and about and around. but future plans I suppose continue doing what I'm doing at the moment working away getting involved at home and just make sure everyone's happy and healthy do you have a hero or an idol I don't like people people's heroes change the whole time I don't have an actual hero or idol or anything but like you would like to look up to different people like Mark woman she's a local woman that's the CEO of Board Beer like she'd be someone that you'd look up to or like when you're on about the women in the industry, like she's definitely an idol. Like she worked her way up. Like she has her ideas and her ways about her. And that's, that's it. Like, so you'd admire people like that, that are high up in an industry that are, is male dominated and all men are under her and she's telling them what to do. So you'd admire people like that. But as a hero, I don't think I have a hero really, to be honest. What's your favorite motto? Like different mottos, there's different mottos for different things. But the one that always, I suppose, pops into my head would be like, don't force pieces that don't fit. So like, if you don't feel like something is right, don't force it. Just come away from it, change it. Like, I was thinking this through college, like if at the start in first year, I was like, oh, I don't know, is this for good for me or business? I feel it very difficult when I haven't done it. But I said, look, I'll try it again. But definitely don't force things that don't fit. Like, as I said, when I worked in Stryker for my placement in the office, I, like I knew this isn't for me, like sitting in the office from morning till evening. Like, so I wouldn't force it. I wouldn't go into office and it doesn't fit for me. So I won't be steering away from that. So I suppose don't force pieces that don't fit because there's always ways and means around everything. If things doesn't succeed the first time, if you're not happy with something, just move on. Try something different because everything will work out in the end. What advice would you give to your teenage self? I suppose try everything like don't hold back like when I was in Forge I did try good for things I probably could have tried a lot more things as well so don't hold back like give everything a go if you fail move on it doesn't matter like you're a teenager like things even in my own age where I'm still young like I think I am anyway so don't like don't be afraid of failing at something try it anyway if it doesn't work out move on don't get worked up about it like everything happens for a reason when I was in school some subjects I wasn't too much of a fan of, but like try your best, move on with it. It's not going to determine what you're going to do after school. If you don't get on well in certain subjects in school, it'll be fine after school. Like it's not going to determine what you can do in life. You can do anything in life after school and still be successful. There's no need to get caught up in things and just give it a try and move on if it doesn't work out. 
That's great. So thanks for coming to talk to us today, Laura. No problem. Thanks very much for having me, girls. Thank you so much. <laughs>